0: Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is...
1: Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners.
0: That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning, half an hour away from Glenn Beck, but for the time being, it is my pleasure to bring on to the show the field manager, Of the High Point Rockers of the Atlantic League of Professional Baseball, Jamie Keefe. Jamie, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show.
1: Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's it's fantastic having you on again. The first place High Point Rockers after yesterday's action. Jamie, the first question I want to ask you, and this is almost too commonplace to even bring up, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Is this basically going to be a situation where you and Gastoni are pretty much going to be going toe-to-toe with each other for the rest of this year as well?
1: All year, bud. I don't think it's going to change for a long time. You know, uh, Brady and I text each other quite often. Obviously, Goose and I talk to, talk to one another. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun battle. It really is. And, and uh, you know, to only be separated by, what, 89 miles uh, makes it even more fun because, you know, we're right next door.
0: Well, you're separated by 89 miles, but you're also separated by something even closer than that, and that's the standings, just a a half game separate the two of you. So basically it's real simple. One of you could take a day off and end up having to share the division lead with the other team depending upon who's playing what day. You've said something, though, that Jamie intrigues me. When Brady Salisbury calls you, how many times is it that he's bringing up a trade possibility? Because I want to try to see if I can get some dirt on this. You know, we
1: we really – we share information more than we – you know, we congratulate each other when when, when we sign a guy. Um, and we share information on players. Uh, we, we talk trade, you know, maybe once or twice, mostly during the offseason. We haven't talked to any trades this year. It's just kind of a mutual respect. You know, we had Brady over for uh, – for the indie ball workout, um, Indy ball jobs workout a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we just try to include him in everything. The kid's got a great, uh, a great baseball brain and, um, really enjoy him being around. And, you know, when he does come to the ballpark, when you guys are on the road, uh, he'll sit behind the third base dugout. We'll, we'll get a few laughs during the game, but, uh, you know, I, I, I do enjoy, uh, working with him and, and working against him. Uh, we have, we have a, we have a good time together and, you know again I, I just want to I want people to know uh, what a special uh, special brain you guys got over there baseball brain that you got over there in Gastonia.
0: Yeah, I mean I have to be very careful with what I say when I talk about Brady Salisbury. It's almost sickening just how good he is at what he does and I can't say that in a public sphere all that much because the last thing I do is I need to pump up his ego. That's something I just don't want to engage in, but he really is. He really is yeah. a very key piece to what's going on in Gastonia as it relates to bringing guys on from the very beginning. And then when we have a situation like what we've got now with Jack Reinheimer being gone, he's got to find, he's got to be charged with finding the guy that's going to replace a quintessential member of the Gastonia honey hunters like Jack Reinheimer. Brady Salisbury has got himself a tall task in trying to replace one Jack Reinheimer.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be an easy one. Let's be honest. I mean, that kid's been the captain over there for the last couple of years. He just goes out and plays the game the right way. I couldn't be more happy. As a matter of fact, when I got home from the game, I texted Brady just to make sure, you know, I didn't, I didn't, hadn't seen it official yet. And I had heard, and um, I, I, I texted him last night and, you know, congratulated him once he said yes. And I asked him for Jack's number because I wanted to make sure I reached out to Jack. And that's what I woke up to about 45 minutes ago was a, text from jack so i, I couldn't be more happy he, this is a guy that j- has just gone out his body of work over this last year and uh year and a half has been just fun to watch i mean this is a guy does not belong here we've got a lot of guys in this league that are that way this year right now i've got a couple here as you know and uh you know we're gonna find them jobs we're getting phone calls and you know and i, and I just try to tell these guys it's patience you know you've got to have patience and um, you know, we're, we're really excited. This is a kid that, uh deserves to be gone and deserves another opportunity to, uh, he could help, he could help a bunch of, uh, of teams in, in major league baseball right now.
0: Jamie Keefe here with us on the rush hour morning show. Jamie, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up and this is something I'm hoping you can articulate to folks because this is real stuff that happens in clubhouses throughout the Atlantic league. It's very difficult for guys very similar to Jack Reinheimer, and there are plenty of others in this league. You you have to remind them to be patient, even though they know internally the clock is ticking, and they know that eventually those phone calls may stop coming. It's imperative that they get that call, and they do the very most they possibly can when that call occurs. Kind of talk about that dynamic, not only for an individual but for the clubhouse in general, as it relates to those guys trying to get in on affiliated ball at least one more time.
1: Yeah, let's let's start with the clubhouse because I think that people don't understand that that, that clubhouse leader or that guy that just goes out every single day and plays the game the right way and lets his ability do his talking, um, those are the guys that, you know, they're – invaluable at the end of the day I mean I can't I can't tell you what what uh what guys like Jack do for the game of, of independent baseball they they make it fun uh, I mean I just absolutely love watching the kid play I really really do and I want him you know and I wanted him to know that and that's that's what I led with you know last night and uh, I'm, I'm proud uh proud to say that we've been able to play against him uh we put a push on him over the last couple of years for him to get out of here because you know you know as well as I do that we all talk to these organizations, and they ask us for more than just our guys. They want to know what else is out there. Man, if I haven't said Jack Reinheimer once, I've said it twenty-five times to to organizations over the last couple of years when they've they've asked me. So I'm really excited for him. And you know the the body of work that these guys put out there is is sometimes unsaid. Um, they they go they go about the game the right way and. And they just go out and they grind. And you have to let them know that. You have to let them know that this is a process. And sometimes it, it gets frustrating. And, you know, one of the things that I always try to tell my position players is, is you know, you, you've you got to go out and and know that until that first week of June as a position player, you're probably, you, you got to think that you're going to be here for 40, 40 to 45 games, just for the fact that, or even 50, just for the fact that, a lot of a lot of guys get their opt outs. You know, these the position players get their opt outs in the big leagues from June 1st to June 15th. Most of the time, it's June 15th, and so they may be moving if they if they see that you know five or six guys have gotten called up in front of them, and they're in AAA and and they're not getting that opportunity, and they've called guys up in front of them, they'll opt out of their contract. Um, you know, for that June 5th to June 15th uh date and then then they're sitting there and then they're trying to get a job with another major league club and guys will get moved so somebody you know if, if somebody didn't get hurt in the big leagues somebody probably got moved this week um they didn't get to the big leagues by say june 15th and i know i know we're only we're just crawling up on that whether it's today or tomorrow i guess it's tomorrow but um these guys have opted out of their contract with the triple a club and now they're looking for a job or have a job with with another organization where they think they can get to the big leagues faster and that's probably what happened uh that's probably where we're at right now is that jack's finally getting that opportunity because somebody opted out of their contract but you know if these guys know that it, it maybe eases their pain a little bit or eases their uh eases their mind a little bit like you know what i'm gonna go out here and grind and you know the second year that jack's had to do it but I, I truly feel like if they know it makes it a little bit easier and hey, I've got to be here and I'm going to be here for a couple months and let's get comfortable here and let's just go out and play the game and play it the way it needs to be Play it the game the way it needs to be played and play it the right way and hopefully people will notice and we certainly did and we're happy for them.
0: Well, and, and and Jamie, I'm I'm glad you said all of that. And certainly as we get the Gastonia Honey Hunters onto this show, we'll let them tell that story moving forward. But I I want you to be able to tell the story about some of the guys on your squad because you've got plenty of guys on your roster. I mean, after all, you guys are the tops right now in the South Division. Some of those guys in your own clubhouse that you understand are putting the kind of body of work together that – any moment, any hour, you could be getting a phone call saying, I want this guy to be joining our affiliated program.
1: Yeah. You know, we're in that situation. We've got, we've definitely got some arms. We've had, uh, had some teams show, uh, call and, and, and let us know that they're coming and wanting to know when, they, when guys are pitching or wanting to know when guys are playing and when a good day might be, um, a lot of times it's matchups. You know, if, if there's a big league arm on the, on the mound or somebody that's got major league experience, they may want to come and watch a position player, you know, a certain position player. So they, they know that they're going to see somebody that uh, has the quality that, that they're looking for to play against. And, and, you know, again, we just, we just try to keep these guys uh, in a comfortable position and the most important thing is is put these guys in a situation to succeed not to fail and you know I, we've got Kyle Bearclaw here uh, bear, bear through last night and he threw another an, another gem really he didn't have this best stuff but had a couple major league clubs here and they knew that coming in that they were facing a good roster and especially with the hitters that that uh, Frederick puts out there on a daily basis we all know that those guys can hit and it just happened to be a really good matchup so you know there were a couple of big league clubs here yesterday and um, i had to send some info out to them last night and they you know a couple of our guys knowing that these two clubs were here a couple of our guys were set up and i had made sure that the other arms in the bullpen that they would want to see pitched last night so it's it's very strategic at times and and sometimes it doesn't work out they don't get to see every arm that they want to see uh, but if we do it right Hopefully we can set these guys up so they they understand that you know this guy does not belong here and and he would fit with a major league club and some of them even uh, know that, that that they're looking for this guy to be in the big leagues maybe within a month and can he do it and uh, we've had a couple of guys over the last couple of weeks get a lot of interest uh, like I said bear claws getting a ton Uh Bedrosian's getting a lot. Cam Bedrosian's throwing the ball really well. Indeed. Um, Jeremy Rhodes Jeremy Rhodes is throwing the ball really well. And he got you know, they were they were out to see him last night. And we all know Ryan Dell has just put you know, with, with what he's done over the last couple of years, he's getting a look. So, you know, we're we're happy that we're we're in this spot. And, you know, we've got a, a few other position players that have had a lot of talk but nothing's happened yet and uh shed long certainly doesn't belong here we got to get dj burt healthy so we can get him out there and you know we just just keep putting these guys out there and give them an opportunity and making sure that they take advantage of of anything that they you know can get seen doing um, japan and korea have we've had a in taipei and chinese taipei for Taiwan. Have given us a, a, a ton of. Um, they they ask, <laughs> to be honest with you, they ask for a rotation every single week, which I think is just mind blowing. It's great. Um, we just got to stay with the process ourselves because, at times, Brady and Goose will tell you it gets frustrating because I know when somebody's at the top of his game and he's ready to go, and not everybody listens. But now we've been doing it, and when I've been doing it as long as I have. They do sometimes listen and. Listen, get somebody out here. You got to come watch him play. Stop watching it on TV. You, you know, a lot of these a lot of these scouts sometimes you and you and you know this that you got to hear this guy hit. It's not just watch this guy hit. You know, it's it's a different sound. It's a different feel when he gets to the plate. You can feel the energy in the stadium when he gets to the plate. And you can feel the energy on the team when he gets to the plate, especially, you know, when, sh- when Shed comes up, something special is going to happen. When DJ gets up, something special is going to happen. Ben and Klinsky gets up, something special is going to happen. So, you know, we put ourselves in a situation and, and, and to give these guys an opportunity. And like I said, our, 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 situation is just to put them in a situation to succeed, not to fail. And if we do that, hopefully we get them out of here.
0: You know, I'm, I'm really glad Jamie Keefe here with us, by the way, on the rush hour morning show, Jamie, I'm really glad that you just made the point that you made because I want to, I want to kind of reset this for you for just a moment. High point rockers fans just like Gastonia Honey Hunters fans, just like Yankees fans, just like Dodgers fans, they hear you talk about we had a particular scout in town, so we wanted to make sure that we got these arms out there. Sometimes when you say things like that, the fans will kind of give this glazed look over, and they're like, wait a minute, aren't you always putting the best guys out there in whatever situation so that you can win that game? for the high point rockers because the high point rockers are the most important thing in baseball in my life right now. Why are you not pitching this guy every single day? <laughs> Jamie Keith explains sort of the, 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 the part of the game that as a manager, you're understanding, Hey, we do want to win a lot of games for the high point rockers. We want to make sure that we're winning championships and that we've got an opportunity to put the best product out there possible. But at the same time, We're trying to give our guys exposure so that they can, in fact, go play affiliated baseball or go to Korea or go to Japan or whatever the case may be and improve their own personal situation as much as the High Point Rockers team situation.
1: Yes, you know, this is this is. High points Yankees. This is high points. So I got to go with the Red Sox. I can't. I'll say this is high points uh, Red Sox. And Gastonia is the Yankees. How's that? Okay. Um, okay. Just because of where I grew up. we Just because of where I grew up. We know that.
0: Um, Fair enough. No, I,
1: I, I have to, you know, I I try to explain that to fans. And it is tough. It, it People don't understand. But, you know, I'll go back to last Saturday night. Last Saturday night, we're in Charleston. And – We end up going 11 or 12 innings. I guess it was 12 innings. Um, And we're out of pitching. And you know that people run out of pitching. We've got guys that have gone the night before or two days prior to that, back-to-back, and they're just not ready. They can't can't go. And we have to protect these guys. It is more about the the athlete than it is a win. And we have to keep that in mind. And some, some teams don't do that. And I think, and I feel that the guys that aren't able to do that uh, are the guys that in the long run, aren't going to be able to move their players as well as they should. And because they're not protecting their guys, my job is to protect all 26 guys that are on this roster each and every day. And when they need a day off, damn it, you got to give them a day off. That's just the way it has to be. And you know, let's let's look at a guy that's been unbelievable in this league over the last four years, five years, and and Michael Martinez at forty, forty-one years old. I can't run him out there every night. It's not doing my team justice, and it's certainly not doing him justice. And he's going to go back and play in the Dominican this winter and make real money for him, where he's you know he's he's on the back end of a fifteen-year deal to play in, in for his Dominican <laughs> team, and that's his living. That's, that's his living. So at the end at the end of the day, we have to do what's right to the athlete. And and sometimes that means that we're going to have to not give up a game, but I'm going to have to pitch Ben Aklinski in that 11th or 12th inning, or I'm going to have to pitch Bo Taylor in that 11th or 12th inning. And I know that my organization understands that, and I'm pretty sure my fans understand it. So when, when we're in a situation where he's got to come in and pitch, whoever that position player is, we just, want, we just don't want anybody hurt, number one. And number two, we're still giving ourselves an opportunity because, listen, if you ever stand at batting practice, which you know, Rush, if you stand behind a cage in batting practice, baseball's still hard. Yes. You're still having a ball thrown at you, and you got to hit it back the other way. And when you got a good defense, you can still trust it. Um, but, you know, Ben Klinski came in the other night with a man on second base and threw three pitches, and on the third pitch, Telvin Nash hit a ball, uh, one-hopped a ball over the wall, and we lost. And at the end of the day, we all walk off with a smile. We played our butts off. Um, I had nine position players that night because we were so banged up. I had nine position players that night, and I had six pitchers, and I had run through everybody. So I had to put my last pitcher, Taylor Guerrero, in left field, bring Ben Aklinski in from center and put him on the mound. We lost that game. But the most important part is nobody was hurt. We all got a chuckle out of it and a smile, and went out the next day and and took it to Charleston and took two out of three. And that's all that's important to us is making sure that we, you know, put put guys out there and and keep them healthy and let them go every single day that they can. Uh, but if they stay healthy and and they go out and perform, we hope that we can do our job and, and give them an opportunity at the next level.
0: And that is independent baseball in a nutshell. But up but up up. I mean, that literally is the story of independent baseball right there. So, Jamie Keefe, here's another piece of the independent baseball thing. What you guys do with your social media, with everything that you do to entice fans to come out to Truest Point and watch baseball. Of course, you've got an outfielder named John Daly. And any time you've got a guy named John Daly on a baseball roster, obviously golf has to come up at some point. Have you had a chance to see the commercial of he and Pereira, Pereira being the caddy, and John Daly stepping up to home plate in a game of fungo golf and pulling out the big stick and going for the wall? Have you seen that commercial yet?
1: Priceless, isn't
0: it? It's fantastic. You guys do such an amazing (laughs) job of really kind of not necessarily making fun of yourselves, but being lighthearted enough to kind of get a chuckle out of a situation like that. It's absolute gold. The High Point Rockers do such a phenomenal job with that. And kudos to the organization between what you and Frank have been able to do with those commercials. John Daly on the T-Box all of that is just such great stuff, and if it doesn't encourage folks to want to come watch a game at Truest Point, I don't know what's going to. It's fantastic.
1: I can't agree more. And and Rush, you get you gotta you, you gotta, I gotta say, you know, this organization has come so far over these past five years, and and you know who I work for, I'm just I really am. I I, I put my time in, and I feel like I am where I'm supposed to be, and I just work for fantastic people, you know, with everybody in that front office on an everyday basis that i deal with um you know baseball is never easy um but to go to to be able to go to work and 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 enjoy and and you can't get what can't wait to get to work each day that makes it fun you know um for you know there, there's there's times that in baseball where you know as a manager you know you're trying to do you're trying to do everything and you wonder why the seats can't get filled well when you have people that are, that have the minds of Steve Shutt and um, Pete Fish and Caroline Tooling and Sherry Poplin and all these kids that work for us, you know we are very, very lucky that we have the people the right people in the right place doing what they love and it makes it a lot of fun to come to the ballpark, especially when those seats are full. Coach, we're almost out of time, but I'm going to give you a free creative idea. My suggestion is. You get Frankie, get Coach Viola to put on one of those Santa Claus uh, beards like John Daly, like the old man, and he can be John Daly Sr. You can have John Daly, your player, be John Daly the second. have Frankie smoke a pack of Marlboros and go hang out down at the Hooters. I think that would be good for, for marketing, would it not? <laughs> you,
0: you, you, don't think, you don't think it, Frankie it, it, could, could smoke a pack of Marlboros in a day, do you? No, no,
1: <laughs> no. Never smoked cigarettes. Never smoked cigarettes, but uh, – you know, I've, I've seen, I will say this, he and John Daly drink the exact same kind of beer. They both love their Miller lights. So we do, we might have a little marketing thing going. So I'll, I'll bring it up to Frank and see if, uh, mama Kathy will let that happen. And, uh, if Kath okays it, then we'll, we'll, we'll let it run.
0: Well, Jamie Keith, I want to thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate all that you're doing. I'll see you here in about a week and a half, two weeks, as you guys are going to make your way down to Gastonia for a homestand coming up with the Gastonia Honey Hunters. Best of luck the rest of the way. I'll be sure to get you on again real soon as we continue on through this Atlantic League season.
1: Thank you, guys. I really enjoy it
0: on here. And big fella, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Sounds good, brother. Catch up with you later. Thank you. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.